Hey everyone, welcome to episode number 35 of the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm excited to be with you this month and uh, we're going to be talking about character development. Character development. And I'm going to be focusing on three things. One, I want to talk to you about what is character. Two, I want to talk to you about why character development is important. And three, I want to talk to you about how to actually develop into a man or woman of character. And so we'll just start with my definition of character. Character is simply who you are, where you are. It's who you are, where you are, everywhere you go, how you act, the decisions you make, what you say. Who you are is your character. It's who you're made up of. Character is who you are, where you are. And character can be good. It could also be bad. Right? I'm sure if I said, think of people, think of five people right now who have good character, you could list five people really quickly. I'm also sure that you could also, I could also say to you, I want you to list five people who have bad character, and you could also write those down. And really, all it is is who they are. You either label them good or bad, and really, that's what it comes down to. Your character either is producing good or it's producing bad which is really the importance of what I want to talk to you about today. I think character development is one of the the best leadership topics that we need to study. I think it's one of the most important, uh, and it's absolutely crucial that we develop our character if we're going to make it in the long run. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, Why is it so important to focus on character development? Because of what I just said, your character is either going to make the world a better place or it's going to make the world a worse place. Who you are is either going to make the world a better place or a worse place. And you have control over which one of those you become. Whether you're going to become a person of character who makes the world a better place or whether you're going to become a person of character who makes the world a worse place. Tony Evans said this. He said, if you want a better world composed of better nations inhabited by better states filled with better counties, made up of better cities, compromised of better neighborhoods, illuminated by better churches, populated by better families, then you'll have to start by becoming a better person. You'll have to start by becoming a better person. I absolutely love that. Listen, if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you desire to grow and develop as a leader. And if you want to grow and develop as a leader, I'm assuming you want to do that so you can help a lot of people. See, a lot of us that are young leaders, we dream of changing the world. We dream of influencing thousands of people. But if we don't focus on ourselves, if we don't develop our own character, we're going to end up hurting a lot of people. And that's why it's so important. Listen, as your influence grows, so does your ability to help people. But as many people as you can help, you can also hurt. And that's why God allows us to, to grow and develop when we're young and not have a lot of influence so we can get all the stupid out of us so that we don't end up hurting a lot of people. You know, as I meet with leaders <clears throat> over and over and over again, it seems when I meet with seasoned leaders, they talk about the, the importance of becoming a healthy leader. Because if you're a healthy leader, then you're going to have healthy followers. If you're an unhealthy leader, you're going to have unhealthy followers. And it makes all the difference in the world. And leader after leader after leader has said, focus on becoming a a healthy leader. Focus on becoming a leader that has a good, good character. If you focus on that, everything else will take care of itself. But just focus on your character. Why? Because that's going to determine what you do with your life and, and how you impact the audience that you end up influencing. And you might be saying, well, I'm not a big leader. I don't have a lot of influence or I don't think I'm going to influence a lot of people. Well, I would say to you this, that it's actually been studied that the average person in their lifetime will unintentionally, I'll say that again, unintentionally influence 10,000 
people. The average person in their lifetime will unintentionally influence 10,000 people. And so here's what I know. You're going to influence at least 10,000 people in your lifetime just by living your life. And you're going to influence them for good or you're going to influence them for bad. And the reality is the choice is yours. And so here's what I want to ask you today. Are you becoming a leader worth following? Are you becoming a leader worth following? Or better yet, are you becoming a friend worth following? A dad worth following? A mom worth following? A co-worker worth following? You're influencing people left or right. Are you becoming an influencer worth following or not? John Maxwell often says this. He said, if you wouldn't follow yourself, then why should anyone else? You know, uh, my background is youth ministry, and uh, it is always interesting working with parents and kids. And parents would be upset with their kids and say, why are they acting like this? And oftentimes, it wasn't always the case, but oftentimes it's because they were just following and doing the same thing that their parents did. And their parents are telling them one thing. They're saying, don't do what I do. Don't do that. Don't do that. But they go and do it themselves. And, and, and they wonder why their kids are doing it because their kids are following them. Their kids are being influenced by them. And they don't realize that, that if they don't do something about who they are, then their kids are never going to do something. And they're going to end up following in the same tracks. And the same thing with our, us as leaders. If we don't change who we are on the inside, our lead, the people following us are going to pick up on the same weaknesses that we have. We have to be, get focused on becoming leaders worth following. So the first reason leadership or character development is important is that your character will either make the world a better place or a worse place. The second reason that character development is, uh, is important is because character is always the foundation of lasting and fruitful leadership. Character is always the foundation of lasting and fruitful leadership. Character enables us to be fruitful over the long haul. I was meeting with a leader recently, and and he actually said a surprising statistic that I was kind of blown away by. He said, I truly believe, and in research, that about 2%, 2, 2% of Christian leaders make it to the end of their journey without quitting or having a moral failure or, or doing something crazy. 2%. I don't know about you, but that doesn't really get me excited. That is sad. But why? It's because they don't develop a foundation of character that will help them make it through the long haul. You know, Jesus in the Bible calls us to produce lasting fruit. And in John fifteen sixteen, Jesus said, You didn't cho- choose me, I chose you. And I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit. To go and produce lasting fruit. And in Matthew twenty four thirteen said, The one who endures to the end who endures to the end will be saved. See, God has called us to make it to the end. He didn't call us to be successful one day and then and then quit and fall off the face of the earth the next day. God wants us to have a lifetime of fruitfulness, a lifetime of impacting people for good, a lifetime of influencing the world and making the world a better place. That's what we're called to do. But if we don't focus on character development, we're going to and we build a faulty foundation, It may not crack and crumble overnight, but eventually our foundation will crack and crumble and we will fall off. And everything that we've worked for and everything that we have done up to that point will be gone. 
In fact, look, let me look further in my notes. It's a good place. Joe Brooks, um, I was going to share this later, but I think it's good right now. Joe Brooks said this. He said, remember, one act of stupidity can destroy what years of faithfulness has built. One act of stupidity can destroy what years of faithfulness has built. And I, I just, isn't it crazy? You could spend a lifetime building influence and doing great things, but make one mistake and all of a sudden it's all gone. We need to build a strong, strong foundation of character in order to sustain what God's ultimately called us to do. So I hope that you can start to see that the character development is of the utmost importance if we're going to last and do everything that we're called to do. Now that we've talked about the importance of character development, I want to talk to you about three factors to help you develop into the man or woman of character that God intended you to be. Three factors. The first factor is the God factor. The first factor is the God factor. Um, I was meeting with a guy recently. He said this. I love this. He said, God is the architect of our growth. God is the architect of our growth. And, you know, if God created the earth, then God knows the best way to do everything. God knows the best way to develop your character. He knows the best way to, to, to be a husband. He knows the best way to be a worker. He knows the best way to be a wife. He knows the best way to be a brother, a sister, a friend. He knows the best way to do everything. And so I would say the character development begins with a relationship with God. Character development begins with a relationship with God. You know, when I look back on my character development journey, I was 18 years old, and um, I started going to church. I had a relationship with God for the first time. I rededicated my life when I was 18, and all of a sudden, I was drinking, I was smoking, I was partying, I was living this crazy lifestyle, and God started dealing with me on all these things and, you know, just showing me that I can't be the leader God intended me to be if I have all this junk in my life. And so God started working with me with these different issues, with drinking, with drugs, with friends, and all these things. And, and I would make this note to you um, while we're talking about this, is that character development takes time. Character development takes a lifetime. You know, when you start walking after God, you might have a whole bunch of junk in your life like I did. Like I said, I drank, I smoked, I partied, I did all this stuff. And I thought I had to give all that stuff up right away, and I couldn't. I, I, it was hard. I liked drinking. I liked doing drugs. I liked my friends. But as I started walking with God, God started dealing with me and all those things. And, hey, you don't need to, to hang out with this person anymore. You don't need to go to that party. or You don't need to, to drink anymore. You don't need to drugs. And you know what? It took a few years to get through all that stuff. But uh, God got me through it. And you know what? God, as I pursued, it wasn't me just quitting all that stuff cold turkey. It was me pursuing God. And as I pursued God, he dealt with all of those issues one at a time and gave me the strength to get through them. And I remember when I got through some of them, when I quit drinking, when I quit looking at porn, when I quit doing drugs, when I quit all those things, I thought I had arrived. And I thought I was like, wow, I, I, I quit all those things. I'll never have anything to work on for the rest of my life. But then, of course, that wasn't true. Um, I had a hundred more issues I had to work on. But what I found is that, that God will develop you one issue at a time. And so I want to encourage you that it does take a lifetime to develop into a man or woman of character, and that's okay. I would just encourage you, don't get overwhelmed in everything you have to, to focus on. Just focus on the issues that God has in front of you right now. And when you work through those, again, God is the architect of our growth. When you're done with those, he'll bring something else up and say, hey, you need to work through this, and you need to work through that. And, you know, it's been 10 years since I started being intentional about my growth and development and walking with God. 
And the issues that I'm dealing with now are totally different than the issues I was dealing with when I was 18. And here's what I know. The issues I'm working on today will be totally different than the issues I'm working on when I'm 40 or 50. And uh, I was reading a book by Judah Smith called Jesus Is. And this really encouraged me. He said this in the book. He said that God actually knows the issues that you'll be working on when you're 60, 70, 80 years old. And he's not concerned about those. He's just concerned about the ones you're working on right now. So don't get overwhelmed about who you're going to be and what you have to work on 10 years on the road. Just focus on what he's called you to do now. And he'll give you the strength to do it. He's focused on developing you into the man or woman he needs you to be to do what he's called you to do. In, um, in Hebrews 12, 5 through 11, it says this. My child, don't take light, or I'm sorry, don't make light of the Lord's discipline, and don't give up when he corrects you. For the Lord disciplines those he loves, and he punishes each one he accepts as his child. As you endure divine discipline, remember that God is treating you as his own children. Who ever heard of a child who is never disciplined by his father? If God doesn't discipline you as he does all of his children, it means that you are illegitimate and not really his children at all. Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we also submit even more to the discipline of the father of our spirits and live forever? Verse 10, for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us so that we might share in his holiness. Verse 11, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. In fact, it's painful. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. And uh, that's basically God's roadmap saying that, hey, if you'll follow after me, I'm going to work character issues out on you that need worked out so you can do what I called you to do. And I think verse 11 is so awesome that no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. And isn't that true? When, when we start to realize, wow, I'm really messed up in this area and we have to deal with that issue, man, it is painful. But God wants us to see the big picture that, hey, if we'll work through this issue, if we'll walk with God through this issue, on the other side of it is a peaceful harvest of right living. We'll be a better person. We'll be a better dad. We'll be a better mom. We'll be a better husband. We'll be a better wife. We'll be a better leader. Right? That's the long-term vision, to be the leader that God called us to be. And we're going to have to endure some pain to get there, but it's always worth it. And so I want to encourage you with the first factor is allow God to be the architect of your growth. When you do that, you'll grow in areas you never knew you needed to grow in and exactly when you're ready to grow in them. I'm always amazed by God's timing. God knows the exact timing of when you need to work on certain issues in your life, and he'll bring them up. The key here is follow after God. That is the, the beginning and the foundation of character development is to follow after God and have a relationship with him. So we talked about the God factor. The second factor is the people factor. The second factor in your character development is the people factor. Two things that I want to encourage you to do um, when it comes to working with people. Because people always ask, you know, how does God develop you? And maybe I should have hit on this in the God section. But God develops you in several ways. One is through his word. And that's why I encourage you to be reading the Bible often. Go to church. Get into small groups. Make sure you're finding ways to, find, to get the word of God in your heart too by his spirit. And all that means is that you know, you'll, God will speak to your heart. You'll do something and, and God, you'll just know inside your heart um, a feeling inside. And you'll just know, I, I shouldn't have said that or I, I shouldn't have done this or I shouldn't have done that. And God will lead you by his spirit. And then third, he'll lead you through people. He'll lead you through people, which is the, the second factor, the people factor. 
And two, two types of people I want uh, you to have in your life when it comes to character development. One is people of character that you look up to. You need people of character that you look up to. Now, here's what I know about your life right now. You look up to somebody. You look up to somebody and someone is influencing the way you live. They might be a great influence. They might be a bad influence. You know, growing up, I had all bad influences, but it's the only influences I had. You know, the the people I looked up to did drugs. They sold drugs. They uh, had sex with anyone that would have sex with them. And uh, they were not great role models in how to live a great life. But I thought that that was the best a life could get because they were my role models. They were the only people that I had in my life to look up to. And so I really want to encourage you to evaluate the influences in your life. You know, I didn't realize that the people I was looking up to were bad influences until I got around some good influences. I started going to church. I started getting around people who uh, were men and women of character, who had awesome marriages, who uh, were very successful at work, who handled their money well. Uh, and they just, it just seemed like they had their lives together. It seemed like their life was awesome. And the more I got to know them, the more I realized that they were great people. And so I started switching the people that I looked up to. You know, before I looked up to people who were living the life I thought was great. But then I transferred to people who were living the life that I would want to live one day. I started looking at marriages and saying, okay, if I'm going to be married one day, who are the couples that I need to look up to because I want to have a marriage like theirs one day? Or I want to be parents like they are one day. I want to be a worker or a leader like this guy is one day. You have to have great influences in your life. You know, it's a cliche saying, but the quote about friends that show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I would say show me your influencers or show me the people you look up to and I will show you your future. The people that are influencing you right now, do they have a great marriage? Because ultimately, if they're the biggest influences in your life, you're going to end up having a similar marriage to them and treating your spouse the way they treat their spouse. You need to get around people of character who are living the life that you want to be. And so I just want to encourage you to evaluate the influences in your life right now. Are they good and bad? And if they're bad, you need to get them out as soon as possible and replace them with good influences. The second kind of people I want to encourage you to have in your life when it comes to developing your character is that there are people who can actually speak openly into your life and tell you no. People who can speak into your life and tell you no. One of my favorite stories on character development was from a pastor who had been meeting with Deion Sanders, who is a Hall of Fame athlete. And Dion was going through some issues, and the pastor said to him, you know, Dion, all your life, you've been the best athlete, you've had the girls, you've had the looks, you've had the money, you've had everything you wanted. My question to you is, who do you have in your life that can tell you no, that you'll actually listen to? Who do you have in your life that can actually tell you no, that you'll listen to? And uh, he couldn't think of one person. And he said, this is a problem. And so they found some people in his life that could tell him no. And it changed his life. And so I want to encourage you, who do you have in your life that can tell you no that you'll actually listen to? Because if you're serious about character development, you'll surround yourself with people who can tell you no and can tell you you're wrong. You need to have mentors in your life that, that you can say, hey, I need you to speak into my life. Anytime you see a character issue in me or you see me treat someone how I shouldn't have treated them or say something I shouldn't have said or done something I shouldn't have done, I need you to call me out. 
and you need to give them permission. And when they, they do, when they correct you, or then they tell you no, you actually need to listen to them and do what they say. And it's not time to get defensive. It's not a time to say, yeah, but it's a time to say, you know what? You're right. Thank you so much for being willing to speak in my life. And not only mentors, but I encourage you to have peers to do the same. Uh, maybe join a small group that you get close with. But we need people who can give us direct feedback when it comes to the area of character if we're going to grow and develop. And God will use people in your life. But he'll only use them if you're open and willing to let them speak in your life, which takes courage. And so I encourage you to develop the courage it takes to let people speak in your life. So number one, we talked about the God factor and letting God be the architect of your growth. We talked about the people factor and having people of character to look up to, as well as having people who can speak in your life. And then I just want to close with the you factor. And this is the most important. I mean, outside of God. But ultimately, it all comes down to you. Because ultimately, the you factor is that nobody can choose to grow for you. Nobody can choose to grow your character for you. You have to choose to grow. You have to, to grow yourself. And the only thing I want to say here, and I just said it, is have the courage to work on your character issues, no matter what the cost. Have the courage to work on your character issues, regardless of the cost. Be willing to get help. Be willing to go to counseling. Be willing to get mentors to speak into your life. We need to be willing to do anything it, it takes to become the men and women of God that he's called us to be. Anything. And so we have to have the courage when God deals with us or when people deal with us about issues in our lives that we have to walk it through and see it through to the end until we're past the issue. <clears throat> Just to challenge you, I mean, in this area, I heard a pastor say recently that you're only as strong as your biggest secret. You're only as strong as your biggest secret. And listen to me, if you're having, if there's secrets in your life and there's things that you're not dealing with, you're ultimately building a faulty foundation because eventually those things will come out and they will ruin you. You need to be open with people. You should have no secrets of, of, of anything dark in, or temptations inside of you. You should have people in your life that you can share those struggles with. Because again, going back to the Gerald Brooks quote, remember one act of stupidity can destroy what years of faithfulness has built. One act of stupidity. One act of stupidity. If we, don't learn to, if we don't learn to deal with the secrets and the things that we struggle with internally and share those and get help with those, eventually they're going to be our downfall. And eventually they'll lead to that one act of stu- stupidity that can destroy years of faith, what, what faithfulness is built. Guys, we have to, to get this and have to have the courage to grow and develop our character every day. Rick Warren said this, I love this. He said, when you understand that life is a test, you realize that nothing is insignificant in your life. Even the smallest incident has significance for your character development. Every day is an important day. Every second is a growth opportunity to deepen your character, to demonstrate love, or to depend on God. I love that. Guys, everything is a test. And that's what it's all about when we grow and develop our character. Listen, everywhere you go, you're influencing people. People are watching you. God's watching you. And you're either making the world a better place or a worse place. And so I want to leave you with an inscription that was on a tomb of an Anglican bishop in Westminster Abbey. And I hope this challenges you. But again, this is an inscription on a tomb. It said this. It says, When I was young and free and my imagination had no limits... I dreamed of changing the world. As I grew older and wiser, I discovered the world would not change. 
so I shortened my sights somewhat and decided to change only my country, but it too seemed immovable. As I grew into my twilight years, in one last desperate attempt, I settled for changing only my family, those closest to me. But alas, they would have none of it. And now I realize as I die on my deathbed, if I had only changed myself first, then by example I might have changed my family. From their inspiration and encouragement, I would then have been able to better my country. And who knows, I might have even changed the world. Listen to this. If you're listen, if you're listening to this, it's because you desire to be a leader and to, to influence others, hopefully for good. And I just want to encourage: if you don't focus on you, if you don't focusing on developing you and becoming a leader that you would follow, then you're never going to make the difference in the change that you want in the world. There's nothing more important than developing into a man or woman of character. And if you'll simply let God speak in your life, follow God, let people speak in your life, and have the courage to work through the issues, I promise you, you will develop into the man or woman that God created you to be. And you'll have the influence He created you to have, and you'll make the impact He created you to make in this world. So start today. As Rick Warren said, everything's a test. Do everything you can to develop character, and it'll serve you the rest of your life. And hopefully, at the end of your life, looking back, you'll realize that you changed the world. But you didn't change the world because you tried to. You changed the world because you tried to change yourself, and you focused on your growth and development. And as a result, you were different, and your family was different, and your community was different, and your church was different, and your city was different, and your state was different, and your nation. And ultimately, the world was changed as a result of you working on your personal growth and development. Thank you so much for listening to this lesson. I hope it added value to your life, and I look forward to talking to you next month.